Hey guys, welcome back to episode 6 of KB and the Boys Season 5. Got Carter, Nick, and Colby here with me via Zoom. Gentlemen? What's up? Um, How about those cheese? There it is, there it is. Waiting for it. Look like you had a, look like you had a good time, Holmberg. I did. <clears throat> I went, I think I lost my mind when the Chiefs scored that first touchdown. I went. I I, I had an out of body experience. Yeah, you definitely did. I saw the I saw the video via Snapchat. You did have an out of body experience. It was I wish yelling. I would have my box every bet that I placed um, during the Super Bowl. Yeah, so do I. That's what I wish. I mean, what's wish his name? You I would have made my locks the bets I actually made for the Super Bowl because yeah. I went crazy on Super during Bowl day. I wish I would have made. I wish my locks were my bets on that day. Kyle, use check free, free. That was so free, use check. First first possession, first play, maybe? I mean, it was quick for use check. But yeah, Homer, yeah, congrats my, uh, to you. My and props the that I sent in, I think all of them hit. And I think I then hit like two locks, but hit all of the props that I sent in. I think the only prop that I didn't hit was Kelsey touchdown and Brock Purdy um, INT. So I didn't hit. I took Mahomes interception. That cashed. Cash me? That ball. I think the only prop I lost was the first play to go under three and a half yards. Well, yeah, congrats to you Chiefs fans. I'm sure you're going to have a, quite a few more moments like that in the future. Yeah, just another just another year. <laughs> I didn't even celebrate. They're so used to it now. Oh, Holmberg celebrated. <laughs> Holmberg celebrated. <laughs> um, so, all right, we'll go standings from last week. Carter. Went barely positive, but hey, it's a positive week. Getting in the right direction. He's now nine, minus 19.78. Nick also barely positive, going in the right direction, minus 11.1. I went minus 0.9, thanks to Kentucky, but I'm plus 3.13. Holmberg went up seven units. He's now plus 12.64. Schmidt went up 7.7 7 units. He's at now 13.35, so Schmitty at the top currently. Um, we'll get into games of the week. We got four this week. Games of the week records. I'm at 13 and seven. Uh, Colby and Zach at 10 and 10. Nick and Carter at nine and 11. First one up, Texas Tech plus eight and a half at Iowa State. Nick, let's go with Iowa State. Did you say say eight and a half? It is eight and a half. Ooh, the line has moved down in favor of Texas Tech. Since then. Yeah, sure. Give me Tech then. Colby? I'll take Tech. I'll take Iowa State at home. Texas plus 11.5 at Houston, Nick. Texas. Carter? Houston at home. Colby? Texas. I'll take Texas as well. Marquette plus six and a half at UConn, Nick. Top ten matchup. Top ten matchup. UConn. All right, Carter. I'll take UConn as well. Colby. UConn. I'm on UConn as well. And the last one, Kentucky plus ten and a half at Auburn, Nick. Um, Auburn. Carter? Mm, sure, Auburn as well. 
Colby? Auburn. Kentucky. All right. Locks. I'll read Zach's first, and then Carter can go. Uh, Zach's got three plays this week. Two one U's, a two U, and a three U. Uh, his first one U, South Carolina minus five and a half versus LSU at minus one ten. Uh, TCU plus one and a half at Kansas State at minus one ten. Two U, Wisconsin minus one and a half at Iowa, and three U. Wrong side here. KU money line at Oklahoma at minus one ten. Bad bad pick. Carter. Um, so I had a one U on Tiger Woods that has already lost. What was that? Um, oh, under seventy and a half in the first round, yeah. and then he um, also shanked it on eighteen. Yeah. So um, I didn't have these are all two U's, three two U's. Okay. Uh, my first one is Spencer Johnson from BYU over sixteen and a half points and rebounds. That is two U to win one point six seven because that was minus one twenty. And I have a 2U of opposite of Schmidt. I'm going to take K-State minus 1.5. So that is to win 1.82. Coming off a long extended break, thinking that they're looking this game down the barrel. Um, Could come out slow, though. That is a a concern. Then my last 2U is Newcastle money line at home. Even money to win two units. Plus 100. All right. Nick. Go yeah, three two U's and a one U. Yeah, three first two U. Texas ten and a half plus ten and a half. Texas plus at minus one ten. Okay. Yeah, Baylor minus six and a half at minus one ten. Okay. I've got South Carolina by five and a half minus one ten. All right. And then the one U is BYU by seven and a half at minus one ten. BYU minus seven half minus one ten. Okay. South Carolina. Two. All right. Oh, I got a bunch of plays here. Half unit. Three fighter parlay. Amanda Lemos, Ian Gary, Robert Whitaker to all win at plus two forty seven. Half U to win one point two four. Also going one U of Amanda Lemos to beat Mackenzie Dern at minus one twenty. A 1U of Mi Yang Zhang to win by KO, just to finish the guy basically, at minus 105. And then I got Sheffield United, Brighton, both teams to score, parlayed with Manchester United over a half, first half goals versus Luton, plus 165. Oklahoma Moneyline versus Kansas at minus 105. Um, And a 1U of Illinois minus 2 against Maryland. At minus 110. And one and a half units on Iowa State, South Carolina, Illinois' money lines at plus 227. Colby? All right, I've got uh, three two-years and uh, one year. Right. I'll start out with the one. Okay. Going back to, to golf for this one. Homa top 10 parlayed with uh, Cantlay winner. That's plus 317. Cantlay, winner, plus 317. Okay. Uh, then we have Samford, 
minus nine and a half against Mercer. Alright, minus 110. Are these all minus 110? Or the rest yeah. of them? KU money line. Um, two, two unit. I don't know what that is. Probably like minus 125. Minus, like it's, minus one, it's minus 115. <clears throat> Good dono by you. We need you to lose some. They're going to win. They, they have to bounce back. They've been terrible on the road. My God. And that continues. We'll see. And then I have... Uh, the over of the Iowa State Texas Tech game over one thirty seven and a half. Tech over minus one ten. All right, so there you go. You said Homa, right? Homa top ten. Homa top ten parlayed with a Cantlay winner. All right, Carter panel A. Someone call it greasy for the panel parlay. There's one leg that that is definitely greasy. Um, we're going to start with a Newcastle double chance draw slash win at home against Burnmouth. Got to imagine that leg's getting through. Got to see one early tomorrow. It's going to get through early tomorrow. And then I am taking that over onto BYU minus seven and a half against Oklahoma State. Okay. For our afternoon sweat. And then we're going to move on to Volkanovsky money line. Beautiful. And then it's the NBA All-Star Game Saturday or Sunday? Sunday. 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 And that is going to be our sweater last leg. Anthony Edwards over 18 and a half points. And that is? Oh, I didn't write that down on my thing, but okay. I, I placed the wager, so you know I'm, I'm into it. Uh, plus 762. 762. All right, so the parlay again is going to be Newcastle draw or win, correct? Yep, double chance. BYU minus seven and a half against Okie State. Alexander Volkanovsky money line against Taporia. And Anthony Edwards to close this out on the All Star game over 18 and a half points at plus 762. And I would absolutely love to put my extra unit down on that to win the free. Okay, so one you. All right. Carter. What do I really have to lose? this point is also another question <laughs> it's comeback time carter that would be a huge one to hit for you i'm back i am huge back. one i mean that would be massive to hit any other college basketball games we like homebrew like any other games <laughs> no not really san diego state tonight i didn't dive in too much today san diego state they're playing uh new mexico new mexico state? new mexico yeah Holmberg, you like K-State at minus one and a half? No, not really. K-State's kind of in the same bucket as KU. They just aren't very good. KU's not very good on the road. K-State's just not very good in general, so it's hard to back back K-State. This is true. I I concur with that. Um, Do we think KU is going to make it past the Sweet 16 this year? I, I... I say if they get a tough if they get a tough fifteen or fourteen, they're not making it out of the first round. I don't know what they're going to be seated if they get. Stuck well, they game. they were explaining it. They said that if they don't win, they have three home. They have three road games left. They're not winning two. They're not beating Baylor on the road, and they're definitely not beating Houston on the road. If they were to lose to Oklahoma, if they were to win all their home games and lose all their away games, going into the Big Twelve tournament, they'd probably be the top three line 
if they got a couple wins in the Big 12 tournament, they'd move back to the two line because their resume is they do have a lot of great wins. They just have a lot of shitty losses. A lot of quad three losses. A lot of bad ones. But they have beaten UConn, Tennessee, Houston, Kentucky, Baylor. They have good wins. They just have shitty losses. So they're kind of a tough team to judge when it comes to seeding them. Because, like, against, you know, the be- well, I guess the good teams at home, they've been able to get it done. But against the bad teams on the road, they haven't been able to get it done. And I feel like they've faded. I, I, said, I said that they should they shouldn't play any of the guys that are injured against Oklahoma. I would rest them. I wouldn't play. Dewan, Dewan was on one leg. Don't understand why he was out there playing against Tech at all. And it didn't matter. I don't know why he was playing. If Kevin McCoy is only at 70%, I'm not playing him tomorrow. But sounds like they are playing him on a he'll, – he'll get at most 20 to 25 minutes. He'll be on a minutes restriction. Yeah, it's just they're just not very – they're just – it's not that they're not good. I don't know how to – I just don't know how to describe them. They're just so inconsistent. Like, they just – they look good, and then they just – they look like – I mean, Tech just beat the fuck out of them. My God, just beat the shit out of them. I don't know. Yeah, I just don't think – if it, bad match – yeah, if they run into, like, a bad match, it depends – it'll depend on where they're seated and who they're matched up with. If you can get a team that can run and is athletic and can put Dickinson in pick and rolls and make him move, you're probably going to lose. You play a team that plays slower paced basketball, that fits into KU style a lot better. They want to play, they're way better at playing slower, in my opinion. And a team that doesn't want to run in transition. They play a team that runs in transition, they're screwed. Yeah, their ceiling right now is a Sweet 16 team at most. Yeah, they could squeak by that game too. It would depend on who the matchup is again. Like, it would just depend on who their three seed is and who they'd have to play there. Or even who the 7-10 is. You'd get a terrible 7-10 matchup and could be bounced out in round two. Could get a team in the – if they're a three seed, they'd get a 14 seed that can shoot the lights out of, can shoot the, lights out of the gym. Well, then they're going home there. It's just – they're just average. They're just average this year all around, really. I mean, we don't have anything special. Like, in Dickinson, just especially in Big 12 play, he just isn't dominant. Like, you you go through a basketball game, and you like, God, Dickinson wasn't great today, but he had 20 and 11. But it's not dominant. Like, Purdue's KU on steroids. Their starting lineup's unbelievable, and they don't have a great bench, but Zach Eady fucking dominates games. Like, you, he leaves his imprint on those games. Hunter Dickinson just doesn't do that. I think it's because Hunter Dickinson's such, like, a finesse big. Well, and Bill... I, I've said this when it happened. I know he started off well from three, but Bill Self wanting to use him on the perimeter and make him shoot five, six threes a game, I think was just the wrong way to go about it. Like, yeah, there's the, early in the year, he was a great shooter. And I wonder if he's tired because he's playing a shit ton of minutes and he's not getting much rest. I wonder if his legs are just gone. I don't know. But KU does have a week break after this. They don't play during the weekday after OU, so maybe the rest will help. But they're just not great. McCuller, even though maybe it was the injury, but he kind of has resorted back to taking bad shots and being not efficient at all. You just can't rely on Dewan and KJ to give you a lot every game. And Furphy, he's played pretty shitty the last two. Yeah, yeah just, KJ in the good. Uh, improved role of scoring did not play great last game. Well, no, I mean, a guy that only shoots in the perimeter, he was one for 11 from the field. That's not going to cut it. When you're shooting floaters and layups and you're one for 11, that's just really not going to cut it. Like with Kohler, he's going to be shooting jump shots. So if he has a bad game, it is, it's whatever. But we cannot have KJ going one for 11 ever if he's shooting layups. Yeah. And DeWan, DeWan misses so many layups too. Yeah, 
Can't have that either. If your guard's missing layups to the rim consistently, you can't have that. And they're not. Spe- they're just not special anywhere. You know, KU's just not special anywhere. Like you don't. You don't fear KU this year at all. Like you play them, you're like, well, yeah, they're so beatable. But we'll yeah, see. everybody's taking their shots at them this year. Yeah, I mean, I, and I I will say, you know, some away games we have played pretty solid, but teams have made an ungodly amount of threes. I mean, I thought we played good at Iowa State, but they made 15 threes. We scored 89 against West Virginia or something, and they made 14 threes and we lost. But the UCF game, that one was bad. K-State game, I mean, I really thought we let K-State off the hook, especially when we went up 11 early in the second half. Just didn't bury him, and you let him back in the game, and you let a team – a team that's supposed to be lesser than you hang around and it gets down to the last four minutes and K-State's winning. They're like, oh my God, we can beat KU. Hey, hey, all the bad, an offensively challenged team down 11 points in the second half. Exactly. exactly, yeah. We are severely offensively challenged at times. And Iowa State, we just had Iowa State game. Or the Texas Tech game, we just had no juice at all. No juice. Yeah, KU's pretty bad. I really don't mind Florida State this weekend at plus five and a half. Yeah, Duke, I mean, they're... They're not, uh, they don't, again, Duke's a team, I watch them, it's like, they don't do anything that scares you. Like, I mean, they're, they're solid and they're talented, but, like, they're just not great. I think Florida State's pretty good. Florida State's talented as shit and athletic, long, but, yeah. I think Virginia's, get, Virginia's, I know they just had a loss, but Virginia's gotten better this year, over the year. Carolina's gone kind of weird. They've had some bad losses. Yeah, it's time for them to bounce back at home against a poor Virginia Tech team. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think there's I think there's some teams that have separated from the bunch of being like true elite teams like UConn and Purdue. I think those are definitely the two best teams in the country right now. It's good to have your identity in a in a big guy in college basketball. Like in the NBA, it's tougher to do, but Zach Eady could could legitimately carry them to one hundred percent wherever they need to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're good. I like Arizona starting to play a lot better too. Arizona's pretty good. Marquette, they've also uh, – that Marquette-UConn game, that'll be interesting. Marquette's played a lot better as of late. What about your Grand Canyon, Holmberg? How are they playing? They've, I think they've only lost one uh, one conference game still. They're a bunch of, they're a bunch of studs. How are they, what's their tournament forecast from you? Get bounced in round one. Fair. What, C- what about be, Michigan what, State, KB? It'll probably be like a – A 14? Four, oh, a no, 14. You might get lucky and play Kansas. Shit, Holmberg, that might be a you might be profitable that game. That might be a huge game for Holmberg. That might be they might be a twelve point dogs. And you can get them on the money line. <laughs> Jesus, did uh, did Schmidt take KU in the our picks? Let's see who did everyone take and how that's looking. Mine is not looking good. Kentucky first round pick disaster. <laughs> yeah, Schmidt took KU. Nick got UConn, which was a steal of the century. Steal of the century by Nick. Nick uh, also Nick also got Marquette, who completely turned their season around. Nick's a big East guy. And he got Illinois, who's pretty solid, and he's got Duke. Uh, yeah, Schmidt's got KU. He's got Zona in round two. That was a good pick. He got Tennessee. That was a good pick. They're probably the best team in the SEC, or one of the best teams for sure. And he got Utah State. That was weird. Indiana State still, <laughs> Indiana State still looking good, Holmberg? Yeah, Holmberg didn't pick Grand Canyon in this one. He took Indiana State. Was his, uh, oh. Indiana State was his sleeper. And Dayton. Indiana State's good. In Dayton. Oh uh, yeah, I got what Kentucky. My second round pick. I remember. So you got Purdue. You got uh, you got Memphis. That's sad. You got <laughs> second beat. round. Yeah, second you took round. Memphis second round. You might not even make the tournament. You took Whoa. Memphis. You took Memphis over Auburn, Arizona, Houston, and Tennessee. 
Good. Took Memphis when they were top 10, didn't you? But hey, I took Kentucky over almost everybody. I don't know if I picked them now. Uh, you also got BYU and FAU. Good. Love Carter, you are you better buy a Purdue T-shirt. Who are my papers. top two picks? Uh, you got UNC and Houston. That's good. Oh yeah, I like that. I got Kentucky down the shitter. Auburn, my only chance probably. Michigan State, not gonna lie, I got a big one on the road. I don't know if I'm, they're they're in the tournament right now. And I have Baylor, which I don't love. But yeah. I think that uh, Nick definitely has the best uh, all around with UConn, Duke, Illinois, and Marquette. Those are probably the best. That's probably the best all around. Yeah, but Nick, Nick doesn't have BYU. Well, going anywhere. <laughs> wow. If K if KU is if KU is decent, Schmidt would be really good with KU, Arizona, and Tennessee. That would be really good. But he. Well, t- Let's, let's be honest, Carter. Right now, would you rather have BYU or Iowa State, who didn't even get picked? Yeah. I would say BYU. Can we repick? I, I think we yeah, repick. <laughs> I'd say we repick. I'd take BYU. I'd also take. Um, wait, who was my last round pick again? Dude, Mar- Nick has Marquette in Illinois in round three and four. I'd take them both over Kentucky. Wait until Kentucky figures it out. <laughs> yeah, well, when? Defensive. We're still waiting. I, well, they can We're score in waiting. the 80s, but they We're give up 90. Waiting. We're going to be waiting. We got we got a month to wait. Yeah, Kentucky's just too young. Just wait. You know, I just keep saying, wait for wait for Izzo to get into March. Be all right, Michigan State. We'll be all right. If they get into March, we'll be all right. <laughs> Do you play think if, if K State could just ask the tournament committee to play five minute games that we would win the national championship? No, because we go in five minute draft all the time. That is true. We yeah, Nick, Nick, Nick did an unbelievable job of drafting, my God. Nick has the best team in the country, and he's got two Purdue's on my team. Oh, UConn's better. UConn's got a bench. That's the one thing I worry about Purdue. Their starting five is so dominant that it's going to carry them to at least the Elite Eight. UConn is just so deep, dude. Oh, my God. They have six starters. They have like six guys averaging like eight or above. And he's got and he's got Tennessee. Oh no, Schmidt's got Tennessee. He's got he's got Arizona. Or no, he's got who's he got? He's got Duke. That's eh, okay. Marquette though, they've really turned it on. That was a steal in round four. Yeah, they'll be a they'll be a team that'll be interesting. I'm Auburn or bus, man. I'm Auburn or bus. That's it. Michigan State just not it. Kentucky can't play defense. I'll never trust. Never never believe in Scott Drew. So it's Auburn or bus for me. Baylor does not close games well at all. No, they do not. They've burnt me almost every week betting on them. They take so many bad shots in the last four to five minutes of games. It's unbelievable. And don't make free throws. No. Or yeah. miss or miss wide open threes. Do that a lot. Yeah. Prison. All right. Well, we're good there. Yeah. Yeah. Carter, you good? You got anything else? I'm good. I, I, you know, go Anthony Edwards on Sunday. Yeah, go Anthony. Hopefully, hopefully we, that last leg is, uh, we got him left. Volk better get it done on the Saturday nightcap. But yeah, we'll be back next Friday. Thank you guys for listening. Peace.